Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Nick. I'm Joe. And welcome to Orbiting the Ghost Planet, an episode-by-episode discussion podcast about space ghosts, coast-to-coast. This week, we watched Season 1, Episode 10, the finale of the season, entitled Gum Disease. (laughs) Poor Moltar had a cold in this episode. Poor Moltar had sneezes. Violent sneezes. What? He blew away the ghost planet. I'm doing my adorable descriptive voice. <laughs> adorable descriptor is my favorite uh, Guardians of the Galaxy villain. I like how the animation for him sneezing since he doesn't have like a face or like moving face parts. Um, it's just his helmet like bulging like fisheye and then <laughs> going back. It's, it's a good effect. Uh-huh. It's a good effect. Yeah, so that's... I would say the gimmick of this episode, perhaps the intentional gimmick of this episode, uh, is Maltar has a cold. Mm-hmm. When you have a cold, it gets in the way. Of uh, everything. You know, you sneeze, you have the band leader sit on a remote by accident, you throw up in your helmet. You know, these things happen. <laughs> God, you know, I never noticed it before. But when Moltar is saying, I hurled in my helmet, mm-hmm. he, he has to tilt his head so that you know that he's the one talking. Right. If you listen closely, you hear it sloshing. You hear yeah. it <laughs> but it's it's really weird because, like you know, especially in, in earlier episodes, I don't think we've seen it so much lately because they've gotten weirder with the writing. Mm-hmm. But it brings back the idea of the forced unprofessionalism, you know, yeah. bumping into mics and the TV <laughs> thing going out of control and things just being sort of technically weird. Yeah. Um. And also, also, before our first guest. You actually made the call out of it, but the feed in the monitor that the guest is usually on? Yeah. What is, what did it said? Um uh no, it said Sarajevo. Bosnia. Oh, Bosnia Herzegovina. I can never say that. Oh, he's the one who made uh No. Okay. Werner <laughs> <laughs> Herzegovina. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's the capital of Bosnia, Herzegovina. But yeah, so you're the one who noticed that. Yeah. I was also looking at the writing on Multar's screen more often too. Yeah, it's kind of like in uh, in a uh, Sayonara Zetsubu Sunset, or like I guess uh, Azumanga Daioh thing did it too, where it's like the stuff on the blackboard in the background changes and it's just like random stuff. Yep. Well, like yeah, that, the the monitor is cool because that's one of those things that kind of just you know. When it went into editing, like everybody else was already <laughs> done with it, yeah. and so they're just like, eh, "Well, I'm bored, and I got to put something here, so it's going to be this." It's one of those cases of just like, "Well, I need filler text, <laughs> and nobody's going to care, and it's mm. going to be on the screen for about you know a like fraction a second, of a yeah. second." Um, so it's going to make it go stuff. bleep 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 all <laughs> written out. Uh, last episode has some good ones too. I, I forget specifically, but like. A number of just like band references, which was like, like I guess like pieces of lyrics. I think one was like "I wish I were British too," <laughs> something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, specific, uh, specifically that uh, Sarajevo, Sarajevo, S- Sa- Sarajevo. I went to high school with her. Your face. I wish we could pick that up <laughs> on our mics. But uh, that is 
going back to this idea of you know that I pointed out earlier and always harp on of just mm. the theme of signals. Mm-hmm. So that is a place where they could have easily gone with just you know white noise or a feedback loop or something like that. Mm-hmm. But so what they grabbed is just actual like test patterns that ex- like pre-existing ones, ones that were probably actually in use wherever. Yeah. Um. So it becomes this thing of like you know. Like somewhere between, you know, found assets, almost like a, you know, a found items collage. Yeah. But in TV show form. But just using, you know, color bar stuff and using test patterns and, and all that. That's usually the stuff that they pull. Yeah. There's another word before it, but I didn't catch it until like right before it faded away. So the Sarajevo was the only part I got. I think it was just like letters and numbers. So it could have been a station call oh, sign. I w- it would make sense if it was a station call sign, in mm-hmm. fact. But yeah, I'm just a sucker for color bar <laughs> test patterns. Anyway, yep. and they just pull them and use them. Okay, so the first guest was Branford Marsalis. Branford Marsalis. The, if you don't know who he is. The band leader from The Tonight Show. With Jay Leno. I don't know if that is still the case. I, Who's interested in Jay Leno anymore? Didn't he stop? No, he's, he's the one who they said, hey, you're going to stop. And then he said, uh, no, I ain't. And so they all ran around and said, uh, Conan, you're going to stop. And then he said, well, nuts to all y'all. And then did a right. banjo tour. And now he's on TBS. Another, the, yep. the Turner Broadcasting System. So he's <laughs> in the Space Ghost family? Wait, this got weird. My question is, Branford Marsalis related to Winton Marsalis? He's a jazz musician that I know. Entirely could be. I like this comment how Jay Leno doesn't do anything to save the universe. Yeah. So that's the thing. We don't hear anything about any of Branford's powers. Although he does do scatting at the end of the interview. and That's he, a power. <laughs> he does pretty well and that is a, a, a power. We know it's a power because it's something Space Ghost can do. <laughs> something that Space Ghost does so well, we, that's basically what caused Cartoon Planet to be its own spinoff. <laughs> when you really consider it. So much scatting on that show. It was great. Um... <laughs> But yeah, besides that, Branford doesn't really have any powers of his own. Mm-hmm. He's just the band leader for Jay Leno. So you think you get some rub off of that. And he lists as Jay Leno's power, uh, he has the money, he has the babes, he has the cars. But he doesn't help the universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jay Leno has a superpower. <laughs> Jay Leno has a superhero. Um, he's got a high charisma score. That's what he got. He's got a chin. <laughs> uh He's he's got lots of cars. I I, I wouldn't vote for him in a superhero election. <laughs> I'm gonna put it that way. I can hear. So it. then we have Space Ghost doing his his grin with the tooth, the twinkle on his tooth because he's got a superhero smile. Yeah, and it, then he just they did it twice earlier in the just, episode. Yeah, I know, but, it, it, but then they just, just kept going. In. Yeah, and then it blinded everything and blew out all the cameras, and then they had some technical difficulties. Yep. And they throw up one of those technical difficulty screens, which, yeah. again, that kind of, you know, station built-in stuff. Which, they've done that gag before, and they will do it again, mm-hmm. and it's different every time. <laughs> and it's always just kind of funny to see what they come up with for this. I love shows that do that. <laughs> yeah. And then they come back, and they got Magic Voice saying, we now return. Yeah. And nobody knows who that was. I know, Space Ghost's face is just like, uh, who was that? <laughs> like, we have somebody on staff who does that? <laughs> Some sort of recorded lady? The Recorded Lady was my favorite uh, Doctor Who episode. And then when they came back from commercial break, um, Space Ghost was playing Sonic. Yeah, Space Ghost was playing Sonic for some... Specifically, Sonic 3, 
perhaps with Knuckles, but it was definitely on a Sonic run, so it's hard to tell which. Um, I don't know why, but that like that section of that song because of of that cut in there gets stuck in my head. Like that part just runs through. I think that's actually the jingle that plays when you pick up an invincibility power up. Okay. Or it's one of the the short power up noises. So I, I have no experience with Sonic games, so I'll take your word for that. Oh man, that'll be our next podcast. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, and it won't be. Um, also, uh, while talking to Branford, they cut. You know, he talks about uh, how dope and and slick or he uses some some hip hop language mm-hmm. and we get a cutaway to Zorak who's in a hip hop costume he's got that flavor flave clock going on yeah it's probably a very specific reference to uh, you know something at the time so, something that a rapper wore in a video or something just I am not familiar enough with that mm-hmm. subculture to get it exactly but he's got the clock he's got the floppy hat he's got a red tracksuit also Zorak persistently Asks Branford Marcellus for gum. <laughs> so Branford has gum. Mm-hmm. And then Zorak wants gum. And Maltar wants gum. Space Ghost probably wants gum, even if he doesn't <laughs> say it. But it sticks with Zorak. Yeah, he really it wants gum. St- you do not yet have a sense of how much it sticks with Zorak. <laughs> his lust for gum, his unfulfilled gum <laughs> desires reach far beyond the end of this episode. Would you say it's a disease? I think the part where Moltar's sick is the part where it's a disease. <laughs> yeah. Space Ghost lists off some strange mixes that he ate just so that the, we get to see Moltar throwing Puke up his again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that was unpleasant, but hilarious. Well, yeah, and then they do some scatting, and they scat so well that... Um, he turns into Danny Montagucci. <laughs> that cut where it's just, you're looking at uh, Branford Marsalis, mm-hmm. you hear Moltar sneeze, and it cuts to just big, smiley <laughs> Danny Bonaducci. Oh, man, that's fantastic. That made me laugh. It's just like, ah, it's Danny now. <laughs> Poor Moltar. Yeah, Moltar's adorable. Yeah. I, Zorak's cute. He had a sign. Yeah, he had a sign. He had a, it yeah. totally says it. He so says, I'm the, cute. The sign... The, the hip-hop costume mm-hmm. in this next segment coming up. He has a Devo costume. Yeah. They just playing around with Zorak in this episode. <laughs> Zorak is really uh, letting his uh, uh, quick-change chops uh-huh. come into play. Perhaps that is the new power of his that we're being revealed to. I also noticed that Danny Bonaduce, for his, his interview, he was standing in front of a blue curtain as opposed yes. to the usual black void. Blue curtains. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that he was in their alt recording space because we I, th- I think we've seen the blue curtains before i don't think this is the first time we've seen them yeah it will not be the last time we've seen them i don't think we ever see the set that they filmed the ramones on ever, <laughs> ever again yeah there's also a reference to silence of the lambs there's a reference to uh the kiss army in detroit rock city yeah i don't get it but just going raw detroit rock city is <laughs> sometimes when i need to pump myself up i'll just <laughs> say that like quietly in a mirror <laughs> Uh, Danny had to plug that Moltar changed the channel on while he was about to say it. Yep. Because he was sick and sneezing. And Well, no, that wasn't Moltar. That was when Zorak sat on the remote. Oh, right. And brought us back to those two girls with the guitar. Yes. Who the little s- Mexican children. Yeah. Aren't you glad to see them again? <laughs> they they got a pretty good song. Uh-huh. You must have been practicing some last <laughs> 
Also, Danny Bonajushi's uh, superpower to battle child star syndrome is invisibility. Yeah, he just has invisibility. <laughs> like, he doesn't use it to help anyone else. No. Nah. Because, you know, according to him, most child stars have what's coming to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so he does say uh, that his sort of goal in life, which he's probably going to use his power for, is to punch out Donny Osmond. Mm-hmm. So, yo, let's talk about this. <laughs> Number one, what did Donny Osmond ever do to him? Number two, wouldn't you kind of like to punch out Donny Osmond if you had the opportunity? I don't know. I don't really know. Neither do I, but he's another very smiley gentleman. He's one of those guys who's like, oh, you're too nice to exist. <laughs> Be more dirty. Otherwise, I can't comprehend you living on the same planet as me. <laughs> um, but so also, okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the cool part. About that time in 1994, mm-hmm. uh, I'm assuming it was filmed, you know, however many weeks beforehand, but uh, there was a boxing match between Danny Bonaducci and Donny Osmond <laughs> in which uh, Danny took the, the, the win. Uh-huh. So he got to live his... There is a man who achieved his dreams. This man is some sort of an... <laughs> Punching inspiration. Which, like, looking into that a little bit, Danny Bonaducci holds a black belt in Tang Sudo, which is some sort of martial art. Uh-huh. Um, he has had, uh, apparently, at least four boxing matches with, you know, we know Danny, uh, Danny Osmond. Another one with Jose Canseco. Um, <laughs> and apparently he was actually in a little bit of a... Uh, Total nonstop action wrestling. Which, uh-huh. By the way, total nonstop action wrestling was the name of that wrestling league, and that in itself is great. <laughs> but that means he was up there with oh, what was that guy's name? King Henry. I don't know anything about wrestling. I'll, I'll show you this later. I got into a weird hole the other day, <laughs> and I watched the <laughs> segment of Family Feud where a bunch of WCW stars were on it. <laughs> that was really weird, but also kind of great. And then it ends with well, uh, Danny saying, "Ah, yes." So, and, and that's the only thing. Like I, that ah. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about his superpowers, mm-hmm. I would add those lungs to the <laughs> list because he's a rather loud. He is person. loud. He has a piercing voice. He is like the male Sindel. <laughs> that's a Mortal Kombat reference. Don't worry oh, okay. About it. <laughs> um. But loud enough to break the big windows on set. Yeah. And cause some sort of... Depressurize the room. Depressurization gravity leak. Zora <laughs> gets up and starts floating around. And uh, then we end with, in amidst all this chaos, Space Ghost trying to get a handle on the situation. Zora flying around. Maltar continuing to hurl and be very nasally in his voice. Uh-huh. Uh, you just hear uh, Bonaducci saying, I swear to God. Leno sucks. That's it. <laughs> Cut. Credits. End of episode. An Evan Dorkin script. Mm-hmm. Which, I, I've, I've mentioned Evan Dorkin before. He writes most of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if you want to know why this episode was probably reference heavy, that has a lot to do with it. Um, actually, yeah. If this is a, a Dorkin episode, that would probably have something to do with why gum comes back so often. Because <laughs> gum comes back pretty often and... Uh, <laughs> Evan Dorkin and Sarah Dyer on the scripts they did they had a, they had a thing 
with running uh, jokes not just like running jokes and callbacks in a sense of continuity even just like remembering what the traits of the characters see were. i admire that and especially in shows like this where it's like there's no <laughs> real like, overarching story or yeah, anything like, why would you do that you're making that up entirely and that's <laughs> kind of impressive for how hard that must be you're yeah. like making up continuous traits out of a vacuum <laughs> of space but they're the ones who actually wrote the episode that was entitled Sequel, which was a direct sequel to a previous episode. There's only, <laughs> I believe there's only one time that that happened. Uh, this, however, was not that time. Mm-hmm. And that's it. All done. That season one. Woo! Ten episodes. That's the end of season one. Uh, thank you, everyone who is listening. All I'm going to say four. <laughs> Two to four. Uh, of you that have uh, listened with us so far. Uh, don't worry, we are not done, though. Uh, <laughs> we have plenty to go. We're actually going to take sort of a... We're going to do a little something special in between seasons here. Uh, there are bonus materials for us to consider. Uh, so the next couple of episodes are going to be... You're going to come here. There's going to be an episode. It's going to be discussion kind of like you would expect. But perhaps not uh, on the exact subject. We're not moving on to season two just yet. But yeah, that's all, folks. For now. There'll be more later. Uh, Thank you very much. So, you know, stick with us. There's going to be stuff. uh, Even if it's not immediately the next season. But, uh, you know, we will do as we always do. And continue to talk about Space Ghost as we complete more orbits around the ghost planet. You have been listening to Orbiting the Ghost Planet, an Aliku Studios Podcast Network production. You can visit the show page at alikustudios.net slash podcast slash ghost planet. There you can find the rest of our episodes, the RSS feed for the show, and links to our Facebook page where you can talk about this and all the other Aliku Studios shows. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, and while you're there, you can help us by leaving a quick review and rating. Please visit alikustudios.net to learn more about us and what we do. That's O-L-E-E-T-K-E.